Hello, and thank you for tuning in to New Glasgow Christian Church. My name is Stephen Weatherby, and I'm the pastor here at NGCC, a small rural church with a big heart located in central Prince Edward Island, Canada. We're so glad that you could join us. Well, we are so excited this morning to be beginning a new series of messages based on a devotional book by Mark Moore called Core 52. Core 52 is essentially a structured and accessible way for us to engage with 52 key passages of Scripture and to trace their theme throughout the Bible. As we understand and learn these 52 verses and themes, they are literally going to unlock the rest of the Bible for us. The reason that Core 52 was created is to address a growing problem, and that is called biblical literacy. It's not just a growing problem in the world, but also in churches as well. People often revere the Bible. We, we know the Bible is holy and applicable for our lives. We just don't read it. Now, as Christians, we know that the Bible is the foundation of our faith and the source of wisdom and guidance for our daily lives. However, with its vastness and complexity, it can sometimes be overwhelming for us to approach it on our own. So how bad is this growing problem of biblical literacy in our world? Well, here's some numbers from a few recent surveys that should shock you. First, fewer than half of all adults can name the four Gospels. Second, many professing Christians cannot name more than two or three of the disciples. Third, 60% of Americans cannot even name five of the Ten Commandments. Fourth, 82% of Americans believe that the saying, God helps those who help themselves, is actually a Bible verse. Five, over 50% of high school seniors who were surveyed believe that Sodom and Gomorrah were husband and wife. And sixth, while I do not have the number for this, uh, it was noted in this interview that a very considerable number of people who were surveyed believed that the Sermon on the Mount was preached by Billy Graham. Now it is clear from these numbers that there is a big and growing problem. The effects that biblical illiteracy have are staggering. It wreaks havoc on the lives of individuals, in our churches, and in our communities. And so it is so important that we do something about it. And that is why we are starting Core 52 today. So to understand why biblical illiteracy is such a problem, first of all, let's consider the effects that it has. First of all, we must recognize that God's people have historically always been destroyed by a lack of knowledge. Hosea 4 verse 6 says, My people are destroyed from lack of knowledge. Because you have rejected knowledge, I also reject you as my priests. Because you have ignored the law of your God, I will also ignore your children. Where there is a lack of knowledge of God's word, it says in scripture that the people of God faint. Amos 8 verses 11 to 13 says, The days are coming, declares the sovereign Lord, when I will send a famine through the land, not a famine of food or a thirst for water, but a famine of hearing the words of the Lord. People will stagger from sea to sea and wander from north to east searching for the word of the Lord, but they will not find it. In that day, the lovely young women and strong young men will faint because of thirst. 
Did you know that by the time you are actually feeling thirsty, you are already dehydrated? Without God's word, people live in ignorance. And in ignorance, people make the wrong choices in life. I remember when I was a child, my grandfather uh, spent the whole afternoon picking blueberries so that my grandmother could make a blueberry pie. We were at their cottage, and they didn't have a sugar jar. Uh, they, the jar was not labeled. It was just in a mason jar or a canning jar. So she just assumed that the jar with the white granules were sugar, that it was what she was looking for to make her pie. She made a decision in ignorance of the facts, and it was only when my grandfather was retching over the toilet that she realized that the jar she had grabbed was not sugar, it was salt. That is what it is like to live with a lack of knowledge of God's word. We stumble in the dark, we make decisions without all the facts, without knowing what is right or wrong. And when we stumble, when we do make the wrong decisions and we reap the harvest, we do not know where to turn because we do not know the word. Psalm 119 verse 105 says, Your word is a lamp for my feet, a light on my path. And so, without the word, the opposite is true. Without a knowledge of God's word, a person has no real direction or guidance in life. But without God's word, we also have no true joy or peace. Psalm 119 verses 165 says, Great peace have those who love your law, and nothing can make them stumble. And so the opposite is true without God's word. How many lives are destroyed? How many people are stumbling through life? and reaping the harvest of sinful choices because they do not have the light of God's word guiding their path. The core value of that psalm is love your law. Those who love your law. So how do we do that? How do we become biblically literate? Well, first of all, we need to spend time in God's word every day. We need to be reading the word devotionally. Psalm 1, verses 1 to 3 says, Blessed is the one who does not walk in step with the wicked, or stand in the way that sinners take, or sit in the company of mockers, but whose delight is in the law of the Lord, and who meditates on his law day and night. That person is like a tree planted by streams of water, which yields its fruit in season, and whose leaf does not wither, whatever they do prospers. Psalm 119, verses 97 to 98 says, Oh, how I love your law. I meditate on it all day long. Your commands are always with me and make me wiser than my enemies. A systematic practice of prayerful, devotional Bible reading as part of your daily life will bring you closer to God, will gradually increase your understanding of God's word, and it will offer you strength, comfort, and hope for all the days of your life. So as New Glasgow Christian Church enters into this new series on Core 52 to address biblical literacy, my first challenge for anyone listening is this. Are you willing to do your part spending every day in God's Word to help stamp out biblical illiteracy? Second, we need to be spending time together in frequent, in-depth Bible study. Hebrews chapter 3, verses 12 to 14 says, See to it, brothers and sisters, that none of you has a sinful, unbelieving heart 
that turns away from the living God. But encourage one another to daily, as long as it is called today, so that none of you may be hardened by sin's deceitfulness. We have come to share in Christ, if indeed we hold our original conviction firmly to the very end. And then in Hebrews chapter 10, verses 24 to 25, it says, And let us consider how we may spur one another on towards love and good deeds, not giving up meeting together, as some are in the habit of doing, but encouraging one another, and all the more as you see the day approaching. The church provides the opportunity for us to study together in service time each week, during the week when we hold Bible studies, and in our homes with each other when we can benefit from the knowledge of each other. And so my second challenge to anyone listening is this. Whether you attend New Glasgow Christian Church or you live somewhere else or you attend somewhere else, are you willing to practice and participate in these kinds of community faith-based activities and studies to do your part to stamp out biblical illiteracy. Third, parents have a responsibility from God to spiritually train their children. Now, I do my part as the pastor in teaching, but that is not my job to train your children. That is your job as a parent. Deuteronomy chapter 6, verse 6 to 7 says, and you must commit yourself wholeheartedly to these commands that I am giving you today. Repeat them again and again to your children. Talk about them when you are at home and when you are on the road, when you are going to bed and when you are getting up. And then Ephesians 6 verse 4 says, Fathers, do not provoke your children to anger by the way that you treat them. Rather, bring them up with the discipline and instruction that comes from the Lord. The church can absolutely provide assistance and partnership and help and tools to parents. We do teach children in things like Sunday school and children's ministry, but that does not take away from the responsibility for that job from the parents. Parents are the primary source of spiritual training for their children. And when you read through the Core 52 books, if you attend New Glasgow and you bring home one of the family editions, you will notice as a parent that there is lessons in these books, these family editions, that you are supposed to do together with your children. There are questions for your children to answer, but there are questions for you to answer for your children as well. And so my third challenge this morning is for the parents. Are you willing to accept your parental calling to stamp out biblical illiteracy? The final way that we address biblical illiteracy is for myself as a preacher, and it's for all the other preachers, but it's also for you, the listener, the congregation. 1 Timothy 4.16 says, Watch your life and doctrine closely. Persevere in them because if you do, you will save both yourself and your hearers. These are the words of the Apostle Paul to Timothy, who is taking on a pastoral role. In 2 Timothy 4, verses 1 to 5, he says this, In the presence of God and of Christ Jesus, who will judge the living and the dead, and in view of his appearing and his kingdom, I give you this charge. Preach the word, be prepared in season and out of season, Correct, rebuke, and encourage 
with great patience and careful instruction. For the time will come when people will not put up with sound doctrine. Instead, to suit their own desires, they will gather around them a great number of teachers to say what their itching ears want to hear. They will turn their ears away from the truth and turn aside to myths. But you keep your head in all situations, endure hardship through the work of an evangelist, discharge all the duties of your ministry. This last passage was actually a part of the charge that my own father gave me at my ordination a couple months ago. And it was right for him to do so because we should expect our preachers to be faithful to Scripture. We should expect our preachers to preach and teach the Word of God and provide exposition of the Scriptures to the church, not to entertain with psychology or, or, or popular topics of the day, whatever is the fluffy preaching of the day. We should not be entertaining with this. We must be preaching the Word. And so this final challenge is one for myself, but it's also for everyone listening. Are you willing to require that preachers proclaim the word to stamp out biblical illiteracy? And am I willing to preach the word to do the same? Albert Moeller said that we will not believe more than we know, and we will not live higher than our beliefs. The many fronts of Christian compromise in this generation can be directly traced to biblical illiteracy in the pews and the absence of biblical preaching and teaching in our homes and churches. That is the reason that we are doing Core 52 and the goal. Despite the problem of biblical illiteracy in the world, 60% of the people who were surveyed who do not go to church said that they were interested in the Bible and that they want to know it better. That is the reason. There is a hunger for God's word. So, here is how Core 52 is going to work. First, every household that attends New Glasgow Christian Church regularly is going to receive a free copy of the Core 52 devotional. If you are listening online you're not part of the church, you can find the Core 52 devotional online on Amazon, or christianbook.com. Uh, I do strongly encourage you to get a copy. It is going to really uh, benefit you over this next 52 weeks. There is also a student edition and a family edition. We are sending anyone with a younger student in their family home with a free copy of the student edition who attends New Glasgow Christian Church, and any young families who attend New Glasgow Christian Church will be receiving a free copy of the family edition. Each Sunday, I will have a sermon on whatever the core theme and verse is for that week. Then the next week, there will be a 15-minute step to complete each day in the devotional from Monday to Friday based on that core. So day one, on Monday, you'll read the chapter in the book. They're fairly short. I believe the first week is about four or five pages. Day two, you will memorize the core text, just one verse, and I know that memorization is not something everyone is good at. Uh, I know maybe it's not something you've done since you were in Sunday school or you went to summer camp. I am right there with you. I am terrible at it. We'll, we'll all struggle through it as a church. The first week is just one verse. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. 
So you can see they're not actually terribly hard. I know that we can all do it. So that is day two. Day three, we will read the Bible story that illustrates the text. So for the first week, we're going to see that as Genesis chapter one and two. Day four, we're going to read through what I'm calling the trajectory verses. These are just a couple of verses, two or three verses, that show how the core idea plays out in the bigger picture, how that theme runs throughout all of Scripture. And then day five, we will put it into practice. There's usually a challenge given to you as part of your devotional experience. This checklist will be at the end of every chapter in the book. It is 15 minutes a day, five days a week. And then on Sunday, my sermon will be about, uh, about the next core. So the sermon and then the five days of devotional on that topic. So next Sunday is core number one, which is creation. Technically, we are not starting the devotional until after next Sunday. So this week, I encourage you, if you have a copy already, just read the introduction of the book. Get familiar with the idea, maybe flip through, see what some of the cores are, uh, get an idea of where we are headed. Uh, for parents, I strongly would advise you to use this week to kind of look through the family edition and get an idea of what is expected of you as parents before we begin week one as well. I am so excited to get started and to be going on this journey with all of you. I think it is going to be a phenomenal 52 weeks. So stay tuned. We are going to have resources out soon on the website to help you. Uh, I would encourage you to check those out. They will be at hub.ngcc.ca. So hub.ngcc.ca. Again, I'm looking forward to taking this journey with you. And for everything that is to come, we will see you next week for Core One Creation. Thanks for tuning in. We hope that this week's teaching was a blessing and an encouragement to you. If you live in the New Glasgow area, we would love for you to come and join us for our Sunday gathering. For information on service times, location, and more, check out our website at ngcc.ca. You can also find us on Facebook and Twitter. Thanks for listening and have a great week.